2: Welcome to OnlyFans Q and A Live, a question and answer show exclusive to OnlyFans and Miami Dolphins Discord server. Now here's your host, Alf. And we're on, and this is the Hard Knocks post game, only on and exclusively on Discord, our Discord, which is OnlyFans Discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. If you want to get on there, you go to Discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans and you can get on there for $3 a month. We do this every single week right after Hard Knocks with the Miami Dolphins and it's our post game where we just talk about the previous episode, episode that we just saw which we all congregated for on OnlyFans. Uh, as I bring you up, just identify yourself so that way the audience knows that you who you are. Uh, this is a pretty interesting episode. It's centered around Braxton Berrios and Zach Seler. Uh they, they couldn't have picked two more different people, which was so, so, so cool. All right. Let me bring on our first contestant. <laughs> All right. Hey, Al. Uh, where hey, are you? Take hey,
3: the, the cannola here.
2: All right. What did you think of this How'd episode? How'd you like it? Oh, it was great, right?
3: Yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun.
2: Winning is fun.
3: Yeah, that that cures a lot of ills. Um, I mean, I wanted to go first because I know this is going to get brought up, but Mike McDaniel calling his shot with that Waddle TD? Are you fucking kidding me?
2: <laughs> yes. My favorite part, and it's going to be lost on everybody, is because he called a shot play. And I had that play in our film study this week. Again, if you want to have film study, you want to watch film study, I give you clips if you're in our vetted room. You can go on discord.gg forward slash fence for $3 a month. I put that play in our film study this week, and it was obviously a shot play. And it was based on the coverage that Mike McDaniel, you could see on the sideline, he goes, because you see that he knows what he's calling. And he's like, you know, this could be a a one-play drive. And he noticed that he looks at the defense, and he goes, "Uh uh-huh, yep. He got the right coverage. And he was on. He was on his game. All all day, and
3: yeah, he was in his bag. He 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 was so calm. Like it was money. He knew it. He knew it.
2: Yes, you know, and and it also helps to have those players to execute. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And look at after the game. After the game, Garrett Wilson goes up to Tua and says, "You are so fun to watch." Game recognizes game, man.
3: Yeah, they're coming around now, right? I mean, the Jets had like half a dozen players that were shitting on Tua last year. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, not anymore. Not anymore, though. No,
3: not anymore. Well, a couple of them got trucked last year too, so that helped. Yeah, is uh, Sealer and uh, and Wilkins the best buddy duo since Riggs and Murtaugh?
2: Easily, easily, <laughs> uh, easily. And yeah, they got they got to bring back Kristen Wilkins, man. Yeah, just they I, have to. Yeah, bring back. You know, empty the 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 Brink's truck. Get that done. You know, they're, they're such a there's such a good combination together. Such a good such a good combination. If you watch them play, like they complement each other. Christian Wilkins a beast. Zach Sealer's a beast. They got a deal on Sealer. They're just gonna have to pay Christian Wilkins. But how funny was that? Like, they're funny together. And yeah,
3: I'd pay i pay admission to watch them in a buddy comedy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like when
2: when he starts talking to him uh, about the relationship, you know. Yeah, and it's true. Uh, Zach Sealer with with his with his well, he said an iPad, but it's it's a tablet, uh, and the NFL doesn't want you to call it an iPad because the the contract is with Hewlett Packard with HP. So right, you know, uh, he grabs the 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 thing immediately, starts looking. He goes, "Man, that's your emo- your emotional support iPad," <laughs> you know. <laughs>
3: Yeah, how many how many black roommates did you have in college? Is that mean? Is that mean? Is that mean? After football, we're done.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was funny, man. He's just so funny. I like when they were explaining to Mike uh, Mike McDaniel why he wears ninety two. You know, and he yeah. goes, "Well, he was twice cut." You know, <laughs> you know what was yeah. it? He was Division two. He was twice cut, so he decided, "I'm going to be 92 Then, and sure enough. Yeah, not yeah, anymore though. Much. Now he's a high-priced defensive tackle. Notice no, no more trailer for that man. He has a house with a pool now, and a trophy room. <laughs> By the yeah. way, his trophy room—all he did was—he converted a three-car <laughs> garage, you know. So where's he putting that's his cars? That,
3: that's how that works.
2: Unless did, he takes those couches you? out, right? Like it's possible he takes those couches out and he puts them in for game day for his wife because his wife is pregnant, so she can't be at games. So and the whole family. Yeah. So I guess that's what they do. They just bring in the couches for game day and then they take them out and then he puts his cars in. Right? <laughs> I did notice he had six bucks. How many bucks do you need to put on the wall? Like you just put your best, right? You put, you, you put a 12 pointer and that's it. End of story. But he he had a bunch. He had like six.
3: Like, yeah, they probably did that for the cameras. Yeah, Let's get they, them all out here. Yeah, dig kill, them all out.
2: Kill something else other than the buck, Zach Seeler. Go to Utah. Go kill a, an elk. I'm pretty sure that he's gonna <laughs> do that. A... He has money, you know what I mean. So he's gonna do that now. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Well, maybe that's just a Michigan
2: thing then. Yeah. So you know, for you it, know that man. That's has it like, for me, man. Yeah. You know, he has like 500 pounds of venison in that freezer, right? In that garage. For sure. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you for participating.
1: Yeah. Thanks, brother. All
2: right. All right. As I bring you up, identify yourself.
1: Hey, it's Melgan and Tonic here.
2: Hey. Uh hey. didn't you win uh Victory I Monday did. this week? I did. That's another thing you could do on Discord.gg forward slash only
1: What was your your, your score prediction? it was uh twenty eight to zero. Nailed I it. That was two points off.
2: That now that's that might be the best. Tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you uh a bet. All right? You ready? Alright. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty damn good. Twenty eight nothing. All right? You almost nailed it. Which means You were two points off, right? We're going to go back, and we're going to look at all the scores this year. Best score, whoever's the closest, end of the year. And I'm talking about end of the year. I'm talking about Las Vegas when Miami's in the Super Bowl. End of the year. Whoever's the closest, you don't get a $10 gift card for just winning that week. You'll get a $100 gift card to the Dolphins Pro Shop. How's that sound?
1: That sounds great, but I think I think someone's going to get closer. I think someone's going to nail one.
2: Well, you're at 2 points, exact. man. Well, it's not it's not like you're you're done, you know what I mean? Yeah. Try to win true. this week. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think you're the leader in the clubhouse, aren't you? Like who the hell's been closer than that? 2 points.
1: I don't know. I think did Trip switch guess I think he guessed 70 the 70 part. <laughs> we beat the Broncos.
2: <laughs> yeah, but he predicts... I, I see his prediction that's every... He predicts 74-2 to two every
1: single week. You know That's fair. I predicted a shutout because I hate the Jets. I just hate them. Yeah. Well, don't we all? Man. But uh, yeah, my favorite moment... <laughs> my favorite moment from the episode was... Uh, I, I don't know if a good got a sack or a QB hit, and then it just... You could see Chubb dancing in that background and combined it with the way that it was blocked, and the music, it was... It was really funny. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, that awesome. was
2: funny. That was funny.
1: And then the only other thing, and I I didn't know you could just have a standalone sauna. Like, Barriers had that just standalone sauna. I was like, those that those exist? You could just get that? I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, you could
2: get that down here. Like, uh, you could get it insulated, and you could have it installed in your backyard. So, yeah, you could have those. You know, Or you could build one. Like, uh, you know, you could build one. Like, that's not an issue. Um, Yeah, you can have a standalone sauna. sauna. Yeah. But you need good weather. Like, if if you get too much, too bad, like if 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 you're up north and you get snow, man, you got to insulate that thing so much that it's, you know. But down (laughs) here, it's like perfect. Down here, it's perfect for that.
1: Yeah, I'm the DMV, but like, God, Chubb. Chubb and those quarterback hits. I mean, I swatched the whole game. It seemed more visceral just in the Hard Knocks episode, the way they were editing it. But they really really, uh, beat the crap out of uh, Zach Wilson and Simeon. It was awesome.
2: Yeah. And the way they shoot shoot it, because they shoot it from from below with that that slow cinematic camera, you know? Because it's like slowed down just a tad. It's not at full speed. It's slowed down just a tad. For clarity, because if, if it's at full speed, it just doesn't look right. You know? Like, sometimes they slow it down too much. Like, if you watch the cinematic uh, the cinematic um, shows that they do on YouTube for the Dolphins, after the cinematic uh, wins, I forgot what they call it.
1: Cinematic Recap.
2: Cinematic Recap, yeah, and it's like six or seven minutes long. They slow it way down. But NFL Films uses this that camera, which is just a hair slowed down. And it just makes for a sharper, sharper picture, and it it just looks awesome. It just really does.
1: Yeah, but, this is this this is my favorite episode so far. So, yeah, yeah, that's all I got for tonight.
2: Yeah, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great episode. I loved, I loved Mike McDaniel's diatribe speech, whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, he gets me fired up. He does. Definitely gets me fired up.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a guy that it works. Like when he talks when he's talking to a team, you could tell that that stuff works. You yeah. know?
1: Yeah, I haven't been, you know, obviously I've only seen hard knocks, but I, I just wonder how many coaches would own would say like would say, Yeah, I, I made trash calls on these plays. Probably not a whole lot.
2: Yeah, not nah, – and he's very honest. Like he's honest with everybody. You know, and if you noticed he he managed to show a lot of players a lot of stuff, like when he was showing Jalen Ramsey, like you peeled off to try to pick off that pass, and the guy threw it past you. Trust your teammate. If you trust your teammate, you stay with your man. That ball doesn't go there. That ball probably don't, comes to you, and you could break it up anyway. You know uh, I thought that play was really, really instructive. You
1: know, you got yeah. anything,
2: you got anything else?
1: I think that's it for me. All
2: right, man, it was a great episode. It really was. Absolutely, it was awesome. All right, as I bring you up, and I'm bringing up uh, our moderator on on Discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. Uh, some people hate you, man. I don't know if you've seen some of the reviews of uh, of my uh, my draft shows. I'm uh, not my draft. My uh, my training camp shows. They love me though, which is fine, right? Like that's, yeah, who I they guess have, I, that's who they have to love, is me.
0: Yeah, I mean, they don't have to love me. By the way, I'm Weck. I'm the moderator of OnlyFans. And I guess if I'm not doing my job well, I'm not going to get any haters. So I, I take that as a compliment that somebody would actually... And if you want to go look at the, I think it's the iTunes reviews, I'm explicitly mentioned as being not good at my job and i'm overbearing or whatever um so i take that as a badge of honor i don't know about you alf but like i feel like it's a good thing
2: yeah absolutely uh we'll talk yeah. episode uh you want to you want to help me answer some of these questions and then you and me can shoot the shit on this episode absolutely all right let's go through these some of these uh these questions uh all right uh cap stern um he's a fixture on OnlyFans. Uh, He writes, I will pay charity to hang with salt and pepper. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Zach (laughs) Sealer, Kristen Wilkins, salt and pepper, the Oreo cookie. It's just awesome.
0: To Uh, be a fly on the wall in their, like, bro hangouts, that would uh, be phenomenal. I would love it.
2: uh, RFP Stage writes, uh, Christian almost killed Dan. And yeah, do you see that when he jumped on Dan Marino? Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was great. Kristen Wilkins has all kinds of energy, man.
0: He yeah. just he. It seems like he just doesn't ever run out. Like how,
2: right? No, I don't perfect. get it. He's perfect. All right, a good question. More money now. There's a good question. We're gonna have to be really slick and smart about how we answer this. Which network would pick up the buddy sitcom of Sealer and Wilkins? Man, they strike me as a History Channel thing, right? You think like so? right, Yeah, right after Pawn Stars, we're going to follow Sealer and Wilkins around as they, they travel the nation and they go look for
0: antiques. See, I was going to say CBS because. You think? I, I think, well, I mean, the History Channel is kind of a secondary um, channel. I think Salt and Pepper deserves their own, like, primetime billing on a major national network, man. That's some fun stuff. Yeah. Uh,
2: the next guy says Malgan and Tom- Tonic, he writes, it's got to be a channel where fuck is allowed. Yeah, because oh, uh, okay. yeah, those guys, you know, curse, man.
0: Well, oh, then, then bring it back to HBO.
4: This is the story of The One. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand
2: Yeah. Now, Wilkins is from Massachusetts. You know, yeah. And when when you're talking about Massachusetts, you're thinking about Boston. But, you know, there's places of Massachusetts which, where, you know, it's it's the real sticks. Okay. We're talking about Western Massachusetts. Like, there's nothing out there. Okay. <laughs> but Wilkins doesn't strike me as the outdoorsy type, right?
0: No. It's funny. Wilkins and sealer seem like they're the exact opposite of each other where where sealer wants to live in an rv and go out in the wilderness and wilkins doesn't want to do that shit yeah (laughs) right oh it's it's perfect
2: yeah they they got they got to film something in the off season first of all they got to sign christian wilkins but second of all they got to do something in the off season yeah uh uh capstone writes sealer and wilkins remake lethal weapon well (laughs) i don't know because uh because Murtaugh was older, you know what I mean. Like these guys are on par with each other. I think they're the same age. So really, I, I believe so. I believe they're the same age. They they were rookies the same year, I believe.
0: Well, that highlights the difference in draft pedig- pedigree because, well, you got know, Sealer was a UDFA and um, Wilkins was a. Well, Sealer was
2: a seventh round pick. Sealer was a seventh round pick for the Ravens. Okay, and then I'm he was sorry. put on the
0: practice squad. So, 7th round pick is basically a, a UDFA. It's a UDFA, but with like a – um, sorry, I can't think of the word right now. Yeah. Priority. Priority UFA, UDFA. Mm-hmm.
2: So, oh, man, I wonder what you could have those two guys do. You know? Have them be, I don't know, interior decorators for guys yeah. on the team. So you want to
0: have them on TLC?
2: Yeah, I want to have them do stuff. Okay. I want—I want—I want to have them do projects, like uh, oh man, like have them do a renovation project. You know what I mean?
0: I don't think they would agree on that stuff. Though, I, think Wilkins, we... I
2: think Wilkins would just spend the whole time talking crap while Sealer's doing everything. Okay, that's fair. That's you fair. Know? Like you gotta have them do stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I—I I would just put the you know have them be on an honorary. Co hosts of Pawn Stars. You know, have them negotiate. You know, people bring in stuff. Have people bring in stuff, and Wilkins says, I wouldn't pay you a dollar for that. And then, you know, Harrison will come in and go, That thing's worth like 30 grand.
0: (laughs) I like that. That's a great idea.
2: You know? Uh, Yeah. Have them do something cultured. Mm -hmm. You know? Perfect. All right. Next one is I got to imagine as a genuine and genuine uh, comment as Wilson gave Tua, it's probably got a little envy around it with what he's had to go through this year. Absolutely. Guy Wilson's a stud, and he his his quarterback play this year has been absolutely god-awful. All right. I don't, uh, think you,
0: I don't think you described it well enough because god-awful is putting it lightly, Alf. It's been trash.
2: It's been tragic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Poor Guy.
0: I mean, he he's on the Jets, so whatever
2: yeah somebody else writes Jpp's body language in the team meeting and just overall mm-hmm. whenever the camera caught him was trash that's true just yep. interested very different when uh money Mel was caught on the on the camera yeah Melvin Ingram by the way damn he looked good you saw how slim he, he
0: looked he looked phenomenal I look forward to him uh making a role or taking a role in the Cowboys game potentially
2: I think he's playing yeah uh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert I think he's playing this week All right, uh, man, Everybody, too many questions. We're just going to take a few more, and then I'm going to get wet to co-host with me here a little bit, and we could do a little five minutes, and we could get out of here. I love when Wilkins was yelling at Zach Wilson to give me one. Yeah, that was great. He kept screaming at him, Zach, Zach. (laughs) 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 Wilkins must be a pain in the ass. Uh, I want to find someone that looks at me like Christian Wilkins looks like Zach Sealer. Well, sometimes he looks at him, like, with disgust. I don't know if that's, you know. When Cedar was trying to tell him, you think I could be swaggy if I wore JP's uh, glasses? And Wilkins told him, no, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, let me see. I want a whole game, whole unedited game of Wilkins. I wonder if there's a... He's been mic'd up before for sure. Uh, True TV is definitely picking up Wilkins and Cedar. Yeah. Uh, the Berkshires, we call it. Western Massachusetts, yes. Yeah, it's the sticks out there. Uh, seeing Danny on the fish tank. He seems to have mellowed the last two years. Yes, people get mellow as they get older. Sealer and Wilkins remake Rush Hour. Yeah. Uh, CBS, uh, somebody writes to you. You could respond to this one. Uh, what the fuck, weck? It needs to be an HBO. Curb Your Enthusiasm style. Well, Curb Your Enthusiasm, they, uh, they improvise all of that show. So your thoughts on that? You don't think they could be on hbo do some type of improv no. show?
0: no i think they could absolutely be on hbo that sounds great um i was thinking a cbs would get a more like they would have a wider audience than hbo because you have to pay for hbo uh assuming that you're paying for cable um so yes i agree with that that they need to be on a network that allows more freedom of expression we'll say um but if they were going to be limited i mean cbs is a fine network to be broadcast on i mean they, they would make quite a bit of money doing that as well if they were on cbs
2: uh capstone writes sealer takes wilkins hunting uh meat eater episode with steve ranella that'd be awesome you know i don't think wilkins is that type i really don't yeah so uh, somebody writes, Uncle Dan. I pay Wilkins solely for comic relief.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
2: all right. So, so your thoughts on this episode, man? It was action packed. There was so much on this episode.
0: See, yes, I I agree. There was a lot of fun stuff, a lot of great stuff that we saw on Hard Knocks. But one thing that I I this just stuck with me was that McDaniel is a guy who is willing to own when he makes mistakes he is willing to own that it's not just the players who screw up during a game it's that he can say he can point to specific instances and we saw i think one or two examples of that in hard knocks where he said hey players i fucked up that was me so and you don't really get the impression that a lot of coaches in the NFL do that, are willing to admit that they're not top, like top shit or that they constantly know the right answer to everything. So for me, we, we saw a lot of fun stuff with uh, the Chubb dance after the uh, Cameron Good got a hit or whatever. But I think that we need to really, really remember that McDaniel is that dude and absolutely it's just like him being able to come to a a bunch of highly paid professional athletes who are at the, the upper echelon of their game and say hey guys i know you guys worked your asses off but i failed you that says a lot about The guy who is leading the Miami Dolphins. And we heard a lot about whenever he was hired about jokes about how he's this nerd and how he could lead a group of men. But being able to own your mistakes is the best way to get buy-in to anybody.
2: And, And I've always say this and I'm fond of saying this mostly as a reminder to people sometimes the biggest sign of intelligence is admitting that you were wrong absolutely whenever you see somebody that is just so set in their way that they can't admit that they were wrong that they'll dance around it make excuses for why they were wrong that person is an idiot (laughs) okay and is to be ignored or held in some type of contempt okay people that say you know I'm wrong, (laughs) you know, or I was wrong. I got new information, and the new information tells me that my opinion is now wrong. Those are the people you listen to. And And not only that. And you could see that McDaniel is one of those guys that say, you know what? I kind of fucked up here. (laughs) And and it's true. When he was watching the film and he goes, you know, I'm pretty certain I got a better play than throwing a fadeaway jumper here to Cedric Wilson. Yep. And it's true. I'm pretty sure they had a better play on third and what was it? Third and goal at the three yard line. Yeah, there's better plays in the playbook from third and goal at the three (laughs) than a fadeaway jumper to Cedric Wilson. Like, yeah, we got better plays.
0: And at the very beginning of the episode, he was at the office at 4 a.m. After a Monday night game. He was looking at some. And then let's not let's not forget that Butch Berry was also there with him. Um, but he was back in the lab immediately after that tragic loss, having to look at all of that stuff. I mean, who does that?
2: Uh, d- did you love that <laughs> Mike McTain was in his office at 4 o'clock in the morning listening to it's Eminem incredible. watching the, the film of the oh, game, and Bush yeah. Barry walks in. Oh, what do you yeah, listen to? Eminem? Oh, I love listening to Eminem. <laughs>
0: Butch just walks in like, oh, hey, what's going on, man? Oh, yeah. What's going on? Four yeah. o'clock? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. And I think he even said, you're not supposed to be here. Like, yeah. the head coach is not supposed to be there at 4.08 in the morning or whatever. And it just, it just shows that, guys, I don't want you to forget that we did deal with a lot of, like, a couple of tough losses, you know, the Titans, you know, whatever. Uh, but mcdaniel is in my opinion that dude we should want to keep him around for i don't know would 30 years be enough Alf, or do you want to go with 40
2: i think 30 years is a good round number because that'll that'll get him the all-time win loss record
0: (laughs) okay i will take your word for it and i believe in that because he knows what he's doing
2: well, he yeah, has 19 already, and he's probably going to get like 12 maybe this season. So if he gets 12 this year, that's 21. That's a over a 10 win average per year.
0: You have to add the postseason, don't you? Yeah. So, but plus yeah. three or four. Yeah. We're going three or four.
2: Uh, let's go more than that. So no, no, no.
0: P- plus three or four this year.
2: Plus three. Plus
0: okay, three. there we go.
2: Yeah, that's because will the have the one
0: seed. So damn right.
2: Him, right so yeah man how hilarious that's gonna be the problem is that we have to wait 30 years for it but wouldn't it be hilarious if the all-time win loss leaders are mike mcdaniel and second don Shula, oh, <laughs> and sick. third bill belichick <laughs> well actually no by that time third will be andy reed because bill belichick might be gone and andy Reid's gonna keep going you know
0: uh, yeah i don't know if bill is gonna get there
2: it's not looking good
0: no it's not but
2: all right, so let's wrap this thing up, man. We're at 26 minutes. Anything else from this episode? Uh, by the way, somebody writes, uh, the show for Ceele Wilkins is obvious. It's a road show. They hop in an RV and tour places that makes one of them uncomfortable, a rodeo, a bowling alley, Metallica concert, etc. cetera, and they go on odd adventures together. I don't think there's many places that will make Wilkins uncomfortable. <laughs> Let me just say that. Okay.
0: He might not express his uncomfortableness, but I'm sure there are a lot of places that he would feel uncomfortable.
2: Like I don't think he's the outdoorsy type. We could start yeah, there. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. You know? Like let's uh, let's have sealer shoot a deer, right? And then dress it. And then tell Wilkins, "Okay. Here's where you have to cut his artery and pull out his heart."
0: But then sealer has to go to I don't know, a Drake concert. I don't <laughs> I don't. I don't know what he would like. What would make him uncomfortable?
2: Uh, somebody writes: uh, Wilkins at a rodeo. Wilkins would love that shit. Wilkins at the RNC. Spoiler alert! Might, oh no, he might. He might actually go to the RNC. That, these are NFL uh, players. <laughs> okay. Oh no, these are football players. People, all right. Uh, That's true. Don't bring your politics into football. <laughs> you might be yep. disappointed with your heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anything else? I think we can wrap it up. No?
0: No. Yeah, I think we're good.
2: Yeah, I think we can wrap it up right here. If you want to participate next week, you could do something very simple. You could join us on OnlyFans. You could go to discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans and you could join there for three dollars a month. We do this after every single Hard Knocks episode. We will do this again next week. Thanks for listening to OnlyFans a
4: Live.